millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Law by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We are talking about Downton Abbey episode five. Yeah, episode five. so without further ado, I'm going to play the uh, theme song from the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yep, you go ahead and do that. Always starts on the dog butt. <laughs> yeah. Trusty, trusty old dog butt. Trusty chip. <laughs> trusty chip. Right there we go. Uh, lots of very satisfying um, things in this episode. We continued a lot of stories going on. A lot of things that happened in the past episodes. Yes, I was, and we'll talk about it. But I'm really glad that because I I had brought up this exact like I had asked a question in the last episode. I'd be like, are they going to revisit this? And then they did, and it was so small and minuscule. But yeah. I'm glad that they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so minuscule, um, and a lot of stuff happened. Like I was, I really try to watch and like you know write time codes down and take notes and things, and you know try to make very uh, organized notes and stuff. But pretty much halfway through, I kind of just, I kind of just. Uh, give up and I just watch it <laughs> at the end <laughs> like I just give up on writing anything down um so but because uh, there was a lot of stuff happening and happening very quickly in this episode mm-hmm. so much stuff so I guess we'll just jump right into it we've got Gwen uh fixing up looks like Lady Mary's room and uh Daisy's in the little fire doing her little mouse dusting like she does because she's a little mouse <laughs> that is exactly how I would describe her is a mouse. <laughs> she's like Cinderella. She's got the same she's she's always dealing with the fires and the cinders and she's always wearing like really dusty clothes because of that. She's just she's Cinderella. Yeah, and uh and and Daisy Daisy really a lot of stuff happens in this episode with Daisy. Um which is, is like surprising because I feel like we don't really see a whole bunch of her. Not yet, um, I guess. And I just feel like we, well, yeah, like towards the well. I mean, with this part, with her like freaking out in the fireplace. Yeah. Um, she freaks out. So, <laughs> yeah. So Anna and and Gwen are fixing the bed, and Daisy's like doing the fire, and she's like like gazing off like into the distance, like not paying attention or something, or she's like. What like is she like heavily breathing? I don't know. She's like kind of having a little panic attack or something. She gasped um, and and then they asked her what's wrong and she just she starts to freak out like she can't. She has a turn as they say later. Yeah, I've had a turn, which I don't even know what that means, but okay, sure. She has a conniption. Um, is really what it is. 
Yeah. Um, and she's just like, I hate this room. And they're like, why? Because uh, I'm assuming Gwen has no idea what happened. Anna no. knows. Anna knows, but she doesn't want to, like, she doesn't want to get the impression. Give anything away. Yeah, give anything away, yeah. obviously, because if you're if you're confused what we're talking about, what happened in Mary, Lady Mary's room was that Mr. Pamuk uh, digasmed on her bed, and then uh, Mary and uh, the the her mom and and Anna and Anna had to carry uh, Mr. Pamuk's dead body back into his own room. So, um, and then on the way, uh, Daisy saw them. Carrying yes. the body. Yes, and it kind of seems like, we'll kind of get more into this later, but it kind of seems like, um, because Thomas also kind of knows sort of what happened that night. I mean, he, he at least knows that Mr. Pamuk went to Mary's room, but maybe he doesn't quite know what happened. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure he can assume what happened, but maybe he doesn't quite know exactly, you know, when Mr. Pamuk died and, you know, when everything kind of, like, time together, because it seems like Thomas and O'Brien know one part of the story, and then of course, Anna, Mary, and and uh, Cora have their side of the story, mm-hmm. and then, like, Daisy just has, like, this one little glimpse of what m- might have happened or had to do with the same night. It's like, it's, it's, it's all pretty fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's still... <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> Daisy is spooked. She's just spooked. Yes. So, you know, the girls don't really know what's going on with her. She continues to be spooked. Um, and then we have a scene, this beautiful scene outside uh, with all the wildflowers. And then we see them inside, the family eating breakfast, uh, the girls and, and the father. And um, Robert is reading some some letter from his sister and he seems to yes. be very serious, and it's it's not something that he wants to discuss right now. And of course, yeah, uh, the the girls are obviously pressing him, like to be yeah. like, oh, you know, how's that, Roseman? What what's she talking about? And and wait, what does what what does Mary say here? Where he kind of like he kind of like la- um, snaps at her about? Well, uh, her sister Sybil says he, she feels sorry, and then Mary says, I don't. She has plenty of money and a really nice house. I can't imagine every, anything better. And then her dad oh. says, I, w- I wish you wouldn't talk like that. Like, you don't even know what you're talking about. And then he says, there will come a day when someone thinks you mean what you say. And and then she goes, it can't come soon enough for me because she's just the queen of sass this morning for some reason. She's like, she's just, again, she's so snooty this this whole episode. And, and, and again, this like... Like, her and Edith have added oh, a little later, oh. and I'm just like, I can't with with the two of you. <laughs> I can't anymore. Um, but so he's not in a very, like, really no one's in a very good mood, and, uh, well, except for maybe Sybil. Um, but, uh, so Sybil also gets a letter, and I guess she applies for, like, a job for Gwen? Yeah, she, like did it on her behalf so she gets another yes. another uh interview, interview for Gwen for the next day yes and so now they kind of have to figure out how they're gonna how they're gonna pull this off yeah and she she gives Gwen the it's yeah which last time she got her uh, you know she gave her an outfit and obviously they're they're still gonna go with the idea that Gwen will feel like she got sick so that she can leave for a few hours right exactly 
Exactly. So that's or you know m- many hours, but you know we'll we'll get we'll get to that later. <laughs> right. You know just the many things that happen in this episode. Um, and then what's the next scene? We've got we're uh, at the Crawleys. Yes, the Crawleys. We've got Matthew and Isabel. Um, Isabel. <laughs> Isabel in this episode is also extremely righteous, and um, is she's so cute the way that her and Violet are just butting heads all the time. Yeah, so Mosley asks if he can go to the village hall because there's going to be, like, some flower festival. Um, to help his and... father, to help his elderly father. Yes, for with more gardening, which hopefully he's he's wised up and, you know, g- we're wearing some gloves now. <laughs> um, and so we, we've just now gotten a hint that there's going to be a festival in town. And, uh, I don't know, Matthew's talking about something with his mom, and I just don't, I don't really know what they're talking it's about. It's not important. I honestly don't. It's not. I, I literally <laughs> watched it just again, and I totally don't remember. And then we have a scene uh, where John Bates, uh, where Bates finds Thomas stealing the wine. Because remember in the previous, and yes. you're like, which, are we going to revisit which this? Comes back. Yes, which comes back. Comes back. So. so Thomas is stealing wine, and Bates catches him. Yep. Of um, course. So that. So of course these two loathe each other. <laughs> which I think I mentioned last episode that I thought that Thomas was stealing wine. Remember, I was like, maybe it's maybe Thomas is stealing some wine. And I mean, because who else would? Thomas and O'Brien, I obviously. Know, I know. Like, like the they're the that, ones who would do this. Honestly, it's careless of them to do it, because it's like, Bates, or, well, no, um, Carson was like, we're missing, like, 12 bottles of wine. And it's like, come on, people, you could maybe get away with one every few months, but, like, 12? Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely, and, and Carson has, like, he just, he really has his shit together, he, he takes his inventory very seriously, so, I mean, yeah, you would probably be able to get away with one every, one or two every shipment, yeah. and, but, like, you can't, you can't go taking, like, six plus bottles of wine. <laughs> Someone, someone's gonna fucking know. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> like, too obvious. Also, how do they get rid of it? Do they, like, hide it away and go into town and, and drop it off somewhere and, like, get get rid of the bottle? I don't know. <laughs> get, get rid of the body? I'm thinking of it, the body, the bottle, yeah. I'm thinking of everything. Um, uh, then we sure. have a Unless scene. Unless just toss in the lake. Yeah, except the leg in the lake. Oh my god, I can't. The uh. leg in the lake. Just, I can't. I can't. I can't. That, and that irked me so bad. Ugh. Uh, okay. And then we have uh, Cora's outside reading something, and uh, Robert comes out. Cora's and he's in an like, amazing purple outfit. She always has the best outfits. Yeah, she does. Oh, this is beautiful. It's a beautiful outfit. It's so beautiful. Um,. And, you know, he's like, oh, God, I got a letter from my sister. And Cora's like, oh, is she just she going to be in town? Should we, like, stock up the kitchen or something? Yeah, she, like, doesn't like... want to eat. Like, she always wants to just take out some lamb and, like, fresh vegetables and stuff. Yes. And uh, and I guess the the letter kind of talks about uh, Evelyn kind of, you know, letting Mary go. Because, um, mm-hmm. you know, he, I mean, we were there. We know that Mary wasn't really interested in him. And he um, wasn't anymore. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Okay, I get it. Like, you don't want me." Um, but then he kind of subtly uh, says something that maybe there's a rumor going around that Mary hasn't been very um, 
what is it? Pure? Not faithful, like vir- vir- virtuous. Pure? Virtuous? Yes, yeah. that's that's the word. Um, and... and now they're worried that, like, if they don't marry her off soon, that she's just going to be damaged goods or something. Is that what they said? Yeah. Like, I-, I think they said damaged goods at one point. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, and it-, it definitely is because of that, that rumor and that they have to marry her off before it gets worse. <laughs> Exactly. So, exactly. But they don't believe it. Obviously, well, obviously, Cora knows what's up, but Robert doesn't. Um, Cora, so. Cora knows and is kind of taking it a bit too. I mean, she she takes it seriously later when she's talking to Mary, but it kind of seems like she's kind of putting on a front when she's talking to Robert. Like, oh, oh yeah, I'm sure it's just it's just a you know gossip or rumor, and then Robert, who's who's very concerned about it, actually, like he's getting very concerned, and then. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it in a bit, but like Cora kind of talks a bit more seriously with Mary later about it. Yeah, um, um, and then they think maybe they could pair her off with Anthony Strallen, who is yes. like Anthony. Old. Yes, he's like old and boring. Um, I, I and he's like a farmer or something. Or he he like owns a he like owns an uh, a farm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But he, he talks about agriculture. Yeah, I think he does own own an estate as well. Um, yes. So it's the same kind of thing, but um, right. he, he's he's old. Like, and I think I actually think that him and um, Edith get along more in the future. I think he's going to be around again. I know I know it doesn't really seem that way in this episode, but I I remember seeing him more. Yeah, because I think like, Edith Edith wasn't talking to him because she actually found him interesting. She like kind of overheard that. Oh yeah, it was like, okay, we'll t- we'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I just want to jump ahead. Okay, <laughs> I mean, we definitely can. It's just you're the one who. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I I I just gotta I just gotta hold my tongue. Um, and then, right. okay, then we're downstairs, uh, O'Brien's being a little bitch again, telling William that he can't polish things in the, in the great room. Um, yeah, and she's, like, fixing a shirt that she's like, oh, the shirt's hideous, I don't know why she bothers with it. Um, and, you know, they're just kind of, like, kind of, kind of gabbing, kind of yeah, chatting. you know, little stuff, things, just, O'Brien being a bitch as always, you know, that's the, yeah. the way it'd be. <laughs> Yeah, and Anna really kind of fucks everything up right now oh, when she yes. asks Daisy. Like Anna, this is totally Anna's fault. But Anna, you know, she's trying to she's trying to keep up a front. Yep. But she's like, she's like, Daisy, have you recovered from earlier? And everyone's like, what? <laughs> like they're like, what happened, Daisy? Tell us, tell us, tell us. I know. Um, which are oh God, so gossipy and so annoying. Um, Daisy's like, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Like I'm I'm fine. And O'Brien's like, what happened? And then Thomas is like, yeah, Daisy, what happened? Yeah, and... Daisy. Yeah, Daisy. <laughs> yeah, Daisy. <laughs> and I think I have a time code for when she's like talking about this. Okay. Um, like just talking about how how Daisy gets gets spooked. Um, spooked. Uh, yeah. She got the um, spook. I think. Uh, hold on, I'm almost there. It's okay. I'm, I'm not just gonna there yet. be here sipping my my Pinot Grigio. Oh, here it goes. Here it goes. Okay, okay. Let me turn the volume up. Okay, here it is. Come on, Daisy. What was it? Oh, 
Everyone's staring at her. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking, first we had the Titanic. Don't keep harping back to that. I know it was a while ago, but we knew him. I think of how I laid the fires for Mr. Patrick, but he drowned in them icy waters. For God's sake. And then there's the Turkish gentleman. It just seems there's been too much death in the house. What's that got to do with Lady Mary's bedroom? So basically, Daisy's trying to say that everyone Mary gets with dies. <laughs> That's basically what she's saying. She's cursed. She's basically cursed. Um, and and yeah, and then and so because Anna said that, O'Brien's kind of like like because because now now this. O'Brien wants to find out more because she only knows what Thomas knows. Mm-hmm. And O'Brien wants to know more. And so then, like, we'll talk about it more. Like, but it just... Whoops, sorry, I still have my volume up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just fucking escalates from here. <laughs> it's just fucking crazy. <laughs> well, we had to... The, the drama had to ensue somehow. This, like, yeah. some... These people had their secrets. There was no way that it was gonna, like, not just go nowhere. Well, and it's just, it's just so fitting because I, because when I was looking at the episodes of how many we had left in the season, there's only seven episodes. So. In the whole, left. In, in the season. There's only seven episodes in the season or seven episodes left? In the season, I think. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. It's not very many episodes. No, it's not. Wait, wait, let me let me double check. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's only seven episodes in the in season one. And then there's got to be a Christmas special after that, right? Oh, I I have I have no clue. I'm I'm looking, I'm looking. Yeah, okay, you're right. So there's seven episodes in this season one situation. Let me check out season two. Um, Okay, yes. I believe the first episode of season two is the uh, Christmas special. No, no. Oh, no. There's there's nine. Ep- the ninth. The ninth episode of season two is Christmas at Downton. Uh, okay. Okay. But, so we don't have a there... Christmas special in the first season. We just have a Christmas special in the second season. I guess so. I yeah. guess so. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's going. That's what's going on. Okay, okay. Well, all right. Well, we, we yeah, we're get we're, we're getting through the show uh, faster than I anticipated. Yeah, it's just you know before I started this episode, I was like, I was like, wow, there really aren't that many episodes left like in in this season, and then like all this drama happens, and I'm like, well, it makes sense. We only got two episodes after this. <laughs> Things kind of have to. Things kind of have to happen now, don't they? I guess. Yeah. Because, um, like, I mean, things have been happening, but definitely not at this dramatic pace. Like, it really picked up, like, like tenfold in yeah. this episode, it feels. I think it's just been a lot of, like, miscellaneous things with other people. And in this movie, in this episode, it was really just our main crew of people. So, like, we didn't have a navier. We didn't have, you know, we just had that other dude who the girls fight over later. And that, that's, that's it, you know? So I think it, that the core drama of like, what's, what's going to happen. Um, we're trying to solve some of the problems now still in, in this right. first season. Um, okay. Yeah. So then we're at the flower show, which has got this really cute, like old timey sign that Mosley's putting up on the stage. Um, yeah, it's real cute. It's so cute. <laughs> and, um, it's really sweet how um, Isabel 
let Mosley go do this with his with his elderly father. Um, <laughs> I just think it's adorable because Mosley's actually like getting used to being with with the Crawleys, and you could tell he's getting a little bit more comfortable with them. Yeah, they definitely gotten close. Uh, I think they definitely have a like a nice respect for for one another. Um, and I I just love how uh, Isabel just loves to butt in. Oh, yeah. like she, all the time. Yeah, she's nosy, especially when it comes to Violet. Like so so Mosley's like putting up this this thing, and and she's like, oh, do you guys have great prizes or something? Like like you know when do you guys show the prizes? And they're like, the oh, cup. not until the day of. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I heard there was this fantastic cup that you could win <laughs> um and then she's like she's like who won last year and then violet walks in and she's like i did I and then would. she's like well done um and they're like what about the year before that and they're like oh yeah violet again and she's like, oh, the year before and they're like violet <laughs> <laughs> they're like okay well, let's stop talking about this because they get like a little bit like oh well you know um and it's cute because violet kind of like you know she kind of registers this and she she you don't expect what happens later in the in the episode, but it's I love Maggie Smith so much. She is just such a treasure. Everything she does is just like I just wish she was on the screen all the time. Yeah, she's she's really great. Um, I she makes me so mad sometimes, but she's still but she's she's still a really funny character. Um, and yeah, she is really great. And I, I do love what she does at the end, uh, for, for Mr. Mosley. Um, but yeah, but it just, and Isabel, even though her heart was in the right place, she just, she, she was just annoying me in this episode. Oh, yeah, because she, she was. was just, she was like, forget about everyone else's ugly ass flowers. Look at Mr. Mosley's. <laughs> and we're just like, lady, please. Like, we get it. We get, we get, it. get it. Calm down. We get it, please. Um. But basically, she she kind of plants the seed of well, of course, Violet wins every year because the judges feel like she has to. Um, but uh, we haven't really seen all the flowers yet. But obviously, you know, Mosley's father has been has been gardening all his life, and you know, he really treasures his craft. And I and I honestly don't think that Violet should be um, like Violet's gardener should be in the running, not Violet herself. Well, yeah, like she, like she, if you have a gardener for your estate, that does not mean that you get to enter yeah, the she's contest. She's not cutting those roses, pruning those roses every year. No, she's not. So she shouldn't have even been in the running to begin with. I think. Um, but yeah, so that kind of gets planted, um, and you know <laughs> we planted. we oh god, the seed gets planted <laughs> like the rose oh, seed. I, I said both of it. The seed was planted. I said I said both of them. I didn't even know it. Oh goodness. So I'm gonna play this next scene between O'Brien and Thomas really quick. Okay. Oh yeah, I had that scene too. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Ian? His lordship's blaming Mr. Napier for spreading gossip about Lady Mary. But it was you, wasn't it? Why'd you say that? Because Napier wasn't in on it. Only four people knew he was in her room that night. You, me, Lady Mary, and possibly Daisy. And I haven't said nothing to nobody. Well, I didn't tell about the nuke. I just wrote that Lady Mary was not better than she ought to be. Who did you write it to? Only a friend of mine, Valetelard Savadant. Oh, you know what they say about old Savadant? Not so much an open mind as an open mouth. No wonder it's all around London. You're all telling me. I'm in enough trouble as it is. Oh, what's happened? Mr Bates saw me nicking a bottle of wine. Has he told Mr Carson? Not yet, but he will when he's feeling spiteful. 
Who could be shot on him? Then think of something quick. Turn the tables on him before he has a chance to nail you. Okay, so for once these two didn't bother the shit out of me. I don't know what it was about this episode, but I realized that they need each other and that they both suck and they can both suck together and that kind of works for them. I, I don't know. I, especially when they were like scheming here to get back at Bates. Um, I thought it was like kind of fun. Well, yeah. And, and, and yeah, even though Thomas and O'Brien are, you know, really annoying most of the time, it's, they've, they've really established their little clique, the two of them. <laughs> and, and and maybe and maybe it's just because they feel like they have the most other than like Anna and Gwen obviously who kind of have like a friendship because you know they're roommates and you know they they look out for each other but like these two actually feel like friends we don't really have any at least not that i can see like um obviously like any cliques formed within the downstairs staff yeah like like these two have really formed like a connection, not a, like and, and a click, and they like they are friends and they do look out for each other. But and and we te- we often see them talking the most yeah. to each other. Yeah, like you know, snickering, like you know, just having a good time, going out for a smoke. Like it's you really see them bonding the most. Um, and everyone else is, I just feel, is just kind of there. Like they don't, you don't really know who's the who's the most friends with who. Like mm-hmm. who, like. Like who's Daisy's best friend? Mrs. Patmore? Fuck no. No. Like <laughs> no. Especially she doesn't want Mrs. Patmore as a friend. Yeah. Um so it's just uh everyone's just kind of like there, but like you know that they're pr- that they're a very close-knit group, but I guess it's nice to kind of see them like in their I guess in their natural habitat. We'll Thomas start to and O'Brien. see we'll start to see more of them pair off um as we started to see later in this episode. Um so, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we have a nice uh, little scene um, with Robert and Sybil. Uh, Sybil's just like, I need the the car. <laughs> and then, I mean, not really the car, but we need the horse and buggy. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, take the car. And she's like, no. <laughs> I'm going to use the horse no, and buggy. No, we're going to hang around and we're going to go see some friends. So we should just take, we should just take the buggy. <laughs> and she's wearing a beautiful dress. And why did I say a I, th- I think she wore this last episode, too. Yeah, a um, gorgeous, beautiful necklace. I really like that necklace. It's got, it's just a simple necklace with like a little, um looks like jade or like blue jade like right in the middle it's so pretty mm-hmm. yeah so pretty i love i love the you know me the baby yeah, blue the baby blue <laughs> baby blue is my color <laughs> um okay um, then we have another daisy scene uh yes and obviously thomas and and o'brien start to kind of not bully daisy but try to get get her to admit that she knows something about the dead Mr. Pamuk. <laughs> um, yeah, or, or know something. Because, uh, yeah, because that was right. So, O'Brien and Thomas only, they think that only them and... Uh, Lady Mary and... And and possibly Daisy know about what happened. Right, uh, But yeah. they, they have no idea that Anna and Cora had, had eventually gotten involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, um, they truly have no idea. But yeah, so basically they try to, they try to bring it out of her again. Um, and she's like, you know, I'm, I'm late, I'm busy, I gotta go do stuff, and now they're, they're really, uh, they're really trying to get the wheels turning. 
Um, well, because probably they're, they're probably nervous because they don't want Daisy to kind of like people to find out that that Thomas knows something because he was one that kind of told told Pamuk where Mary's room was. So it's like like he he kind of he uh he kind of orchestrated like helped orchestrate this whole thing. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So and he can definitely get in trouble for that. In big trouble for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for doing that. Um, and we have a very, very short scene between Mary and Matt. <laughs> like two lines? <laughs> like, like, seriously, like they're walking down the street and they're like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. All right, bye. Like, it's, it's yeah. so quick. Yeah. She's like sending a telegram. And he's riding you know, on his little bike too. It's like adorable. He's riding on his little bike, so cute, with his little like his little uh, tied down briefcase. <laughs> it's, like, super cute <laughs> in the back. Um, and they're like talking about you know Robert's sister, kind of talk like sending like needing to send her supplies or something. I don't know. Um, oh, and yeah. then they kind of they kind of gossip a little bit about Edith because you know Mary's like, mm-hmm. well, you know Edith like Edith has the hots for you, and he's like, well, I've kind of told her that I'm not interested. Basically, um, yeah, yeah. Basically, so now Mary knows that Edith has failed to win Matthew and. <laughs> And you know they just love having having uh, dirt to talk to each other about. Like they really do. Um, they hate each other. Like Edith and Mary are like opposite sisters. They they absolutely hate each other. It's like they they have nothing in common. And if, and of course Edith really really resents her sister because she wishes she could be her. You know. Yeah, like she's. Like she knows how she knows how tough Mary can be to deal with, but of course, since she's the oldest, she still has to be the first one to marry, really. Yeah, and um, she gets her first pick of men. She gets to. Uh, she's also be- more beautiful than her sister, and everybody knows that. Um, so therefore, like everybody favors Mary, but she just plays with hearts, and she she just completely, you know, thinks that she can she can mess with men and doesn't really, you know. Um, she, she, yeah, she, she she firmly believes that whatever she does to a man, they will still love her, and they would still come crawling back to her if she if she so wanted. Mm-hmm. Like like every and and they kind of mention this later, but like every man to her is a toy that she can just drop and go back to whenever she wants. Yes, it's like, that's a that's a good line, which we'll we'll play it later. Um, but yeah, so uh, then I guess it's like the next day or something because Daisy mentions that she was really tired and she didn't eat anything, she didn't eat any breakfast. Um, well, yeah, Daisy was late, and that's what O'Brien was like, you're late, what the hell's wrong? And Daisy's yeah. like, oh, I had, I was running late, and then, you know, I was spooked yesterday, I took a turn, and now I'm, like, all messed up, and, mm-hmm. uh, and that's took when they were, like, pressing her, f- took, took a turn, um, and so, yeah, so she's finally just meeting up with Anna and Gwen to do the fires, um, and they're like, oh, have you eaten? And she's like, no. And they're like, here, have some of, have some of Lady Sybil's biscuits from yep. her biscuit jar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I want a biscuit jar in my room. <laughs> and and just... it, it, it's kind of annoys me that she's just like, she just takes the jar and starts eating it from the jar directly. Just like, take one out, put the jar back, and then like, hold the cookie in your hand. Like, you don't need to hold the jar so that Carson can catch you red-handed with the damn jar in your hand. You know what I mean? Well, and not to mention like dropping crumbs from the from the cookie you're eating back into the jar. Like I don't know, it's just yeah, it's Daisy's annoying. Daisy is very <laughs> annoying. Gwen sits down because she fakes taking a turn. Um, <laughs> I hate, I hate that <laughs> taking a turn. Oh my gosh, she fakes a conniption. 
Um, so that yes. uh, Anna gets a little bit worried, and um, Carson walks in and just is like, Gwen, why are you sitting down? <laughs> and, um, like, he's like, he's like, Gwen, why are you sitting on Lady Mary's bed? And or yeah, like uh, Lady Mary's bed. She's like, oh, you know, I, t- I took a turn. Um, <laughs> she says, like a burst of sickness, just sudden, like. Yeah. It. Uh, oh my god. And so it's like, go lay down. And she's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be a bother. And he's like, go lay down. And then um, he's like, Anna, can you take care of the next room by yourself? And she's like, yeah, sure. And then he's like, Daisy, why are you eating out of? Why are you? Why are you holding the the biscuit jar? And she's like, I was polishing like clearly, it. Like full, yeah. She's like, I'm I'm polishing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm polishing it before I put it back down. Oh god. Um. Anyway. I... Oh my gosh, I I want to play this next part when okay. they're like in the kitchen. Okay. Um, hold on, hold on, I had to back up. Okay, here we go, here we go. Okay, okay, okay. So we're in the kitchen with Mrs. Patmore and Lady Grant... Grant No, not Grantham. Right? No. Mrs. What's Hughes. her name? Cora? Oh, Cora. Yes. Mrs. Hughes. Yes. Patmore, Cora, and Mrs. Hughes. Uh, here we go. <laughs> That's who's in the scene. Talking about the menu for the, for the evening. Okay, uh, here we go. I can't do more than my best. Is there some difficulty in your leadership? Dear Mrs. Hughes, as you know, we're giving a dinner on Friday for Sir Anthony Stralin. Yes, lady. Well, it seems he's particularly fond of a certain new pudding. It's called Apple Charlotte. Do you know it? I- I'm not sure. His sister, Mrs. Chetwood, sent me the receipt. I'm trying to persuade Mrs. Patmore to make it. And I'm trying to persuade her ladyship that I've already planned the dinner with her, and I can't change it now. Why not? Because everything's been ordered and prepared. Well, there's nothing here that looks very complicated. Apples, lemons, butter. I cannot work from a new receipt at a moment's notice. But I can read it to you if that's the problem. Problem? Who mentioned a problem? Oh, God. How dare you say such a thing in front of her ladyship? It's okay, 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 okay. Oh, so, oh <laughs> this scene got me. I, I got real upset at this scene. So, it just... I mean, Mrs. Patmore was fine to me up until now. Like, I'm just like, lady. Yeah, this was unreasonable. How? Like, this was not. You, you should like, just do whatever all, do Cora not... wants. Yeah, first of all, do whatever Cora wants, and you're obviously hiding something. And, I mean, I already kind of, I accidentally played episode seven, I think, um, when we were starting this. <laughs> like, I got about halfway through episode <gasps> seven when I was like. You did I was like, not. You did not. Not, not halfway. Not halfway. I probably got about, like, ten minutes into episode seven when I realized I was on the wrong episode. <laughs> wow. So there's a little and bit of something about her so blindness. I already know what's gonna happen to Mrs. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. But I was I was just super annoyed with the fact that Mrs. Patmore was like super aggro about the fact that she couldn't make like re- really is it that much of a big deal if Daisy reads a recipe to her like I don't understand why she gets so upset about it. Yeah, she like she really just and we learn more about like what it is later. Like at, at this point, it just seems like she's having a tantrum for no reason. Well, and we, we do kind know of learn... that she's blind, though. Like we we've seen that right. In, we have had so hints. You kind of know that she can't read, like because she can't. So that's the problem. Yeah, and she kind of like picks up the wrong stuff and puts stuff onto things like uh, uh, every once in a while. Like like we've seen this in past episodes. It's been been very slight, but yes, I. I definitely uh, 
realize that there was that she was having a problem like seeing things um for the past couple episodes um but yeah so she kind of gets mad at everyone for like just really unnecessarily like at lady cora um as well as even daisy like i even felt bad for daisy because oh, like, she screams she, like, at daisy. she goes off on daisy and i'm just like she did nothing if anything you should have secretly told daisy what was happening to you so that you guys could have you know d- made this out longer like you know yeah like she wouldn't I, have been found out as easily if she had she someone was helping embarrassed. her she ha- she has her pride and uh it gets smashed in this episode <laughs> Really, though. Really, though. So, you know, Lady Cora, she's she's way too nice. She's like, that's fine. We can stick with the original menu. There's no reason. <laughs> we don't need to make any substitutions. Um, and, yeah. So, like, this... And now she's just screaming at... <laughs> she's, like, screaming at Daisy right now. Oh, God. Oh, I'm just so gonna horrible. play this scene between... Um, Anna and Bates really quick. Um, they're just talking about Lady Edith because she's turning down her room alone right now. Yeah, and Bates comes to help, which is, you know, very nice of him. Um, would you? Takes half the time with two. I always feel a bit sorry for Lady Edith. Me too. Although I don't know why. We think what she's got and we haven't. Mrs. Hughes said... After the other heir, Mr. Patrick Crawley, the one who drowned. That was different. She was in love with him. What happened? Well, she never got so lucky. He's all set up to marry Lady Mary. And he's a braver man than I am, Gunga Din. Sad to think about. It's always sad. You love someone who doesn't love you back. No matter who you are. No, I mean, it's sad that he died. Oh. Yes. Very sad. He was nice. Well, thank you for that. Much appreciated. My pleasure. Um, I love that scene because up until this point, we just see that Anna is, like, favoring Bates because they seem to have kind of, like, a little bit of a friendship. But it wasn't very clear until the until she just said that you know, pe- when people love each other and w- one can't say that they love the other um, because the other one doesn't love them. And I was like, oh, she's in love with Bates, I guess, now. I didn't realize it was so fast. Well, yeah, and if I didn't, I guess if I didn't also spoil this for myself as well, <laughs> I maybe it wouldn't have been because I mean of course they had the friendship like you talked like you talked about um which I think has been very gradual but I feel like even their even their scene like last episode was like was very intense like mm-hmm. you know when she was sick yeah and he came and brought her, her some, food. some food yeah um and I and I think they've maybe had some some longing gazes like in in previous episodes as well like it's it's been very subtle um I agree uh but I feel like it's kind of been it's growing. been earned a little bit, you know? Yeah. Doesn't really yeah. come out of nowhere. Um, they really... No. You know, it's a it, little the, bit the pacing, odd. The pacing seems pretty okay. What, what do you it. think of them as a, as a, as a pair here? Like, what's your, what's your opinion? Um, I mean... Of course, Bates seems a little bit old 
er than Anna. Um, which is fine, because, I mean, I, I just don't know how old Anna is. I, I guess Anna always seems so, like, she looks so much younger to me. Like, she, well, she looks very young. She's definitely younger than him. Uh, definitely. I, I would say she's, like, 29 or 30. Okay, and Bates is, like, what, in his late 30s, maybe early 40s or something? No, he's, like, the same age as Robert, isn't he? How old's Robert? Like, 50-something? 50? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, such, I'm such a horrible judge of age. I'm a horrible judge of age, so I have no idea. Well, everybody looks different at different ages, so... True. Exactly. It could be... It could be anything. Yeah. I mean, does it... I don't know. Like, a, a part of me... A part of me feels like maybe... I guess it's just tough because they don't really show anyone like them conversing with anyone out out in the town except for like Mrs. Hughes when she went on that date with <laughs> with that guy from her past. Like yeah, that guy that's was pretty much that it. guy was like really like handsome. He was yeah yeah he is. Um, so like it's just weird. Like sure if. If if you have to couple up people in the house, like, Bates would definitely be one of them because Thomas is gay and Will is, like, seven years old. So you just can't, <laughs> he's like, into Daisy. And he's into Daisy. So it's like, you can't... There's not much... There's no one left. <laughs> I mean, you... You... Which... Except for, uh, uh, the new... The new chauffeur, but... But he's... He obviously likes Sybil, so it's like, um... <laughs> It's clear. So, other than that, who is left other than, like, if you bring anyone new in? So, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not... It doesn't feel out of place, I guess, but, like, could could they maybe have have found someone else for Anna? Probably. But, I mean, they seem to like each other. Like, I don't, I don't hate them together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do I, do I care much that, that they're, that they're, that they probably get together later? No. I, uh, not really. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to continue um, because we're only 16 minutes into the episode and uh, we're, we're 40, 40 minutes into our podcast right now, so we have to keep Jeez going. Jeez we need to, we need to. I'm just going to summarize. Go. Gwen sits down at this interview very nervous-like. Okay, going to continue. Um, stop saying, stop <laughs> saying things like. <laughs> um, then, uh, what's uh, next? Violet and... Um, uh, Isabel, Isabel are having a conversation and basically Isabel is just reiterating the fact that Violet wins every single year and it is not due to her merit and she basically gets her to admit that she wins every year when maybe there might be somebody else who could possibly have better roses. Okay, continuing? Continuing. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I, okay, I really... It, it's cute and it's quippy, but it is quite long. Um, then, Gwen... Um, just fucking ups and leaves from this interview without actually going in for the interview because she's a baby. Um, no, she 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 did the interview. She did? No. Well, I think she just left. Unless unless she lied to to Sybil later she or, did or lie. lied to Anna. Oh, uh, maybe not. Did she? No, okay. It looks like she kind of steps she kind of stepped out of okay, something. She she said that she said out of her room. Yeah, okay, she did. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she went in. She did it. Okay. She did it. I thought she just left. Um, I was like so because, mad. Because she she gets results. She gets results later. What? Um, no, she doesn't. Yes, they 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 get back to her. They do. What? They do. Oh my they god. Do. I don't remember this. Oh, it did happen. It happened. Okay, well, anyway, okay. next scene, um, Robert informs Bates that he is missing a very cute uh, cigarette box um, in his little cigarette box case. And who else would be going in there other than to steal a cigarette box case? Um, so it, Bates immediately knows that he would be framed for something like this. But Robert obviously doesn't think it's him because, you know, why would he think it's him? Oh, I didn't notice. I didn't notice how many scratches were on this box. <laughs> I really. Oh God, the glass is so scratched. Oh, it's horrible. Um, and um, then we have Gwen and Sybil um, walking their horse back because the horse uh, needs a new horseshoe or something. Um, it has yeah, he's cast a shoe, so he. I think he lost a horseshoe. He needs a new one. Um, yes, is just a whole thing with with horses. I get, yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, could the horse have possibly made it back to Downton? You know, if they had just you know stayed on the horse. But you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the horse seemed to be walking fine, but it did. They, uh, <laughs> it it did. Like if if they had just hurried on and got it back to Downton, it could have been fixed. But so they're they're like, yeah, there's a there's a stable person down the road and they're like oh okay and they find him the guy's like no he's not here um can't help you sorry ladies and then they keep walking and they're walking uh, um, oh wait did people did, are... did something happen right before this no 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 okay well it, it looks like anna and oh they're just anna and o'brien oh, are they're just asking they're asking where sybil yeah, is yeah they're just discussing they're just wondering where sybil is um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. And they're, they're trying to find a shoe, horseshoe person to, a farrier to, to fix the, the horseshoe. And, uh, they don't, they, they couldn't find one and they're, they're trying to get their horse home and the, their horse is stuck in the mud and they're trying to push the horse forward and the horse runs and the two of them smush into the mud. Yeah, they fall into the mud, and then they're like, oh, great. Um, and, okay, and now O'Brien's talking to Cora. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they talk about? Like, uh, just, just right now, they're just talking about how Sybil's gone. And the fact okay. that the girls are kind of running off and growing up and making their own choices and their own situations and, um... O'Brien's like, I'm sure they're gonna get pretty, pr- plenty of offers, and Cora's like, oh, god. She says, you think it's going to be like Little Women. And instead, yeah, she does. they're at each she other's does throats. Say that. I love yeah. it. I love that she says that. Um, yeah, so she says they're at each other's throats, which makes me, which is, makes me think, like, that. that's what O'Brien, like, intended, but when she, you know, we'll talk about it later, but oh, when she intends she, yeah. to tell Edith, yeah, definitely. like, what happened. Oh, yeah. She's just, she just wants to cause drama. Like, her and Thomas just live for the drama. They just, they just want to, they want things to get rustled up. They do. Rustled. (laughs) Rustled up. 
uh, Anna comes back, she sees Gwen in the bed, and she's like, so where have you been? And then Gwen's like, oh, you knew I was gone? She's like, yeah, bitch, I had to get dressed later. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> and then and she's like, you covered for me, right? And she's like, of course I did. Um... <laughs> And then she finds out that, you know, she went to an interview and she's like, well, how'd you do? And she's like, oh, I guess we'll find out. Um, we'll find out when I, when I hear back. She's just so, um, like, nervous. She's so, like, um, <laughs> she's so not confident about anything. And I, I get that, but, like, it it is really, like, girl, just I know, but, like, you went through bit. all this trouble to get, to get the certifications and to get a fucking typewriter. You gotta, you yeah. gotta get past you, your... Your, your shit, man. You, you gotta fucking get past it. more than half a year's salary on that damn typewriter. Like, you you want this. Yeah. So, like, so suck it up. <laughs> uh, okay, then um, I have to play this scene that O'Brien talks yes, to yes, Edith. Because yes, it is, it is necessary. Okay. Please. It just grinds my gears. Oh, yes. Sorry to bother you, my lady. But your mother wanted you to know Lady Sybil's back. She's changing now, so dinner won't be late after all. What happened to her? The horse went lame. Is there anything else? There is something that's been troubling me. Oh, music. You remember the music. Turkish gentleman, Mr. Pamuk, the one who died all sudden like? Of course I remember. Dramatic well, music. It's Daisy, my lady. Kitchen maid? Only she's been talking recently as if she had ideas about Mr. Pamuk's death. What sort of ideas? Well, I've no proof and maybe I'm wrong. But I've a sense she knows something, but won't say what. Something involving Lady Mary? Oh, how absurd. But what could she know? Whatever it is, she won't say. Not to us, anyway. Have you spoken to Lady Mary about this? I didn't like to, my lady. It seemed impertinent somehow. But I thought someone in the family ought to know about it. Quite right. Bring the girl to my room. Tomorrow, after breakfast. Ooh, okay, so... Um... O'Brien just brought this up to Edith so she could cause some shit. Yeah, which is exactly what Cora was talking about before. Like, they just are at each other's throats. And, of course, Mary walks in immediately after saying, like, oh, what did she want? And they're like, oh, just let us know that Sybil's back. Um, and, and then she, like, does this, like, snide remark to Mary. Like, I don't know what she says, but Mary, like, turns around like, What? I don't think I'd have gone down. Oh, yeah. What did she say? She says that, like, she wouldn't have walked all those miles if the horse had gone lame. And she goes, I don't think you would. I don't think I'd have gone down, however. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I, just, don't, just, I don't know. She just is, she's just like, you're You're not the, you know, the one. You're not the resilient walking, type. Yeah, walking <laughs> miles in, in the mud. Um... And then, oh, and then it just immediately jumps to after breakfast. Yeah, so the next morning. Should we play this scene with Daisy? Because it's also very important. 
Uh, yeah, probably should. Okay. Here, I'll play it. Okay. You play it? I, 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 I can play it. Okay. 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 I didn't see nothing. Not much. O'Brien, I wonder if you might leave us. O'Brien's like, fuck, I wanted to hear. <laughs> I know, right? She could have totally hear from the outside. I mean, yeah, definitely. Now, it's Daisy, isn't it? Edith doesn't even know. <laughs> she's, she's also sure meddling. I'm only acted as she did because she is concerned. I suppose so, lady. She seems to think that you are in possession of some knowledge that is uncomfortable for you. Because if that is the case, then I don't think it fair on you. Why should you be burdened with Mary's secret? My dear, my heart goes out to you. It really does. She really hates her sister. <laughs> but Daisy's definitely having some... Too heavy a burden having some problems, like, keeping this info to herself. Oh, 100%. Just like, she really is. She needs to tell me. somebody. And I promise you'll feel better. Does Daisy actually say anything, or does she just like sob and like lean on her shoulder? I, I think I think it just uh, it's it's heavily yeah, implied just, that she, she just does. I mean, she just insinuated, yeah, yeah, that she wasn't gonna say anything, basically. Uh, but yeah, but she tells her basically. Oh, a hundred percent. Like the the person that Daisy should have confided in was Anna, not Edith. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. this information is dangerous in the hands of Edith and, and because Edith can use it to get back at her sister, who she already hates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And just this and then I this definitely makes me think that she's gonna she's gonna do something with it or tell someone because because the way Mary treats her, like by the for the oh. end of this episode. Oh yeah. Like she really just builds it up. Like she, like I'm just like, Mary you're really walking on thin ice here with Edith right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you just shut up? So I'm just going to speed through this next scene. Basically, Mr. Mosley's flowers are fan-fucking-tastic. Everybody's very surprised, making hilarious little quips at uh, Violet the entire time. Um, it's pretty funny. She's, they're just like, well, it's not like you can totally understand what's going on here, Violet. And she's like, shut up, I know what's going on. Um, and it doesn't help that, that Isabel is just, like, around his flowers being like, Everyone! Come look at Mosley's flowers! Yeah. They're so beautiful! Like, like, just constantly. And then, okay, then Mary and Matthew have a nice conversation. Um, again, they're not being aggro towards each other, so clearly, in, in Matthew's mind, uh, things are going well with, with Mary, um, Right. He had already right. propositioned her. She rejected him. Now he, they're kind of just having these more cordial conversations about, uh, you know, where they're kind of doing a little bit of flirting. They're they're kind of joking with each other. They're kind of like uh, one upping. He each did other. already proposition her. Yeah, because they they mention it. They're basically like she's rejected him. Like remember, like Cora oh. and Robert were talking about it earlier. Well, yeah. Well, it's because when Matthew was brought in, it was just kind of like. Assumed that they would get to get like that they would get married, obviously. Right, and but, she's like, know. no, and she's mentioned several times that she's rejected him. Um, but to be honest, she didn't really know him that well, so I just don't. It's like 
you just met him. Like, of course you don't know who he is. Like, of course you're not going to want to marry him immediately. Um, you know, which is going to change, obviously. But, uh, so... But yeah, they have a cute conversation. She's like, oh, some boring guy's coming over for dinner. And he's like, oh, maybe I can come by and, you know, liven things up. And she's like, maybe you could. And like, yeah. Oh, mm. Flirt, mm. flirt, wink, wink. Yes. Um, mm. And then they leave. And then now everyone's at the... Everyone's at the table. Oh! This Car- is Car- Carson. Carson finds out that that the snuff box was the taken. The snuff box was taken. Um, he's just telling everybody the snuff box taken. Uh, that's it. <laughs> There's. Yep. They're yep, just like, oh Bates, ooh, that was your like, oh, supervision. Who, go- who goes in there? Everyone looks at Bates and they're like, oh Bates, and ooh, he's Bates. like, fuck you guys, ooh, hey, Bates, <laughs> like that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting like, I'm getting really delirious over here because this episode's so long. Um, we're going, we're going, um... We're going, we're going, we're going, um... Uh... Okay, we gotta play this scene between Mary and Cora. It is iconic. Cora lays okay, okay. into her own daughter here. Okay. She does, she does. Oh dear, is it another scolding? <laughs> of course not. You're too grown up to scold these days. Heavens! And it's really serious. I'd like you to look after Sir Anthony Strallen tonight. He's a nice, decent man. His position may not be quite like Papa's, but it would still make you a force for good in the county. Mama, not again. How many times am I to be ordered to marry the man sitting next to me at dinner? As many times as it takes. I turned down Matthew Crawley. Is it likely I'd marry Strallen when I wouldn't marry him? I'm glad you've come to think more highly of Cousin Matthew. That's not the point. No. The point is, when you refused Matthew, you were the daughter of an earl with an unsullied reputation. Now, you are damaged goods. Mama. Somehow, I don't know how, there's a rumor in London that you were not virtuous. What? Does Papa know about this? He knows it and he dismisses it because unlike you and me, he does not know that it is true. <laughs> Yikes. Let's hope it's just oh, man. gossip. Because if anyone heard about Kamal. My lover. My lover. <laughs> Kamal Pamuk. Oh god. If it gets around and you're not already married, every door in London will be slammed in your face. Mama, the world is changing. Not that much. And not fast enough for you. I know you mean to help. I know you love me. But I also know what I'm capable of. And 40 years of boredom and duty just isn't possible for me. I'm sorry. I do love you. And I want to help. I'm a lost cause, Mama. Leave me to manage my own affairs. Why not concentrate on Edith? She needs all the help she can get. Oh. Must be unkind. Edith she overheard that. She sure did. She sure fucking did. Oh. Oh. We, I feel like we got like ten conversations in that one conversation right there. That was that was abnormally long. That was an abnormally long scene for, for the show. <laughs> and just packed, like packed to the punch with information, with how how Mary feels about things, how she's like completely like her mom thinks less of her now. It, it's 
It's wild. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost weird how how Mary's kind of like turned this situation. Like before, she was you know feeling very sorry for herself, feeling very guilty. You know, maybe feeling like you know she she might uh, after the whole Pamuk situation, feeling like she. I don't know, like, because she's she's feeling very self-conscious lately, like, about herself, and she's just kind of now, like, just fallen into, fallen into the thought that she might just be the problem child, and there's no, there's nothing more for her to do. Exactly. It's just, she's a lost, like, she now believes that she's a lost cause. Yeah. Yeah. She she doesn't want to get married. Like, she clearly doesn't want to be somebody's wife. You know, and and I don't think it really, it would really take a special person to make her want to be somebody's wife, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, Mm -hmm. so then we're down in the kitchen with Daisy and Mrs. Patmore. Uh, There's a lot going on. Mrs. Patmore gets spooked or something and drops the, um, she like hits the table and yeah, she hits the table and drops the chicken on the floor. And the cat starts and she, eating the kid, the chicken. And the cat starts eating it, and she immediately starts, like, like blaming Daisy. Like, she's like, oh, stupid girl made me do it. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, just like, why does she have to be so mean to Daisy? Like, that's the... It, yeah. It's horrible. And um, Gwen, Gwen and Anne are like, oh, five-second rule, it's fine. And yeah, I know. Like, honestly, it's fine. Like, play. come on. It's, it's a little dirt's not going to hurt anyone. Yeah. Um, and, a, you know, a little a little cat tooth bite, tooth, tooth marks in the in the chicken's not going to hurt anyone. So Mrs. Patmore um, is so distraught that she accidentally puts salt on top of the... Um, the dessert instead oh, of we're not we're not oh, quite at dessert yet we're not quite there we, but she does do that <laughs> she does do that very soon actually but uh antony uh yes. Strahlin is trying up to chat dinner. up mary mm-hmm. like very hard yeah and she's, she's just it. like she's just kind of saying like oh yes of course oh very interesting uh-huh, uh-huh. and she, then she keeps like turning in like being really cute and flirty with uh with matthew and, and, and matthew is just is, is just gobbling it up, it up. oh my he god is eating it up <laughs> he's like every time he looks at her he's like what is it what what'd you say yes <laughs> and so edith uh edith takes this chance to show up her sister and you know do what do what her mom wanted mary to do and uh, just you know Relate. give 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 the old kook a little uh, attention. Um, Who really and, seems uh, like a nice guy. He does. He does. And Mary, like, obviously sees, might see, like, you know, what Edith is trying to do and, you know, is is not liking it, obviously. Is it not clear and, that if he is a, if he's a widower or if he just was never married? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Um, and, oh, I don't know. We're back down in the kitchen. They're, they're getting the, they're getting the pudding ready, but what did, what did O'Brien say that made Anna go, what's the matter with you? Um, let me see. She said, uh, I hope they find, okay, they're they're talking about the snuff box. Um, they're they're going to organize a search. Um, yeah, and and O'Brien kind of, like, like, makes a smirk or something. Maybe that's what Anna's, like, 
and that's okay. That's yeah. what tips off Anna mm-hmm. as to as to them hiding it in Bates's exactly. room. Exactly. Basically, she like yes. see, she kind of notices that Thomas is being really snooty about it, and she's like being oh. snooty, and O'Brien smirking. So like she knows, yeah. she knows. Okay, I was I was wondering how she how she put that together, but that that's that's what that's what. That and did. then you know, Mrs. and Patmore, then Mrs. Patmore puts salt, <laughs> puts salt all over the beautiful pudding, the pie, um, and it's like she. It's kind of funny to me because she knows exactly where the salt and the sugar is, and she must know, like, why would you put them in similar looking containers if you know that they look exactly the same? Like, that's true. That's odd to me that she wouldn't pick up a container and be like, this one is is bigger than this one, slash this one is brown, and this one is like, lighter brown, like, or something, you know, it's just kind of insane that she, like, picks that up and doesn't realize that it's not sugar and it's actually salt. Well, and Daisy is supposed to be her, like, assistant in the kitchen, so, like, she can't always account for, you know, things always being in the spot, because she, again, she talks about this a little bit later, but she's like, I know this kitchen up and down, it's like, but if you have an assistant with you, like, things are gonna get moved around, you can't, like, she really needed someone to help her out. Like, she needed to confide in someone and have them help her. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. She really she really didn't handle this very well. But, uh, again, Mary and Matthew are being super cute during dinner. Um, and she's just kind of, like, s- laughing at everything that Antony is saying. Yeah. Um, and I, I think Robert notices that, that Mary, and Aunt, uh, Mary and Matthew are talking a lot, and he's pretty happy about that, because I think... I definitely think he, he, wants, he wants them to be together. Um, yeah, he, he does. And then I think that's when uh, Anthony takes a bite of the pudding, yeah, and that's yep. when it's like just all salt, and he, he goes like, "Oh, uh, yeah!" He makes a really funny noise. He's like, ah. <laughs> "Like what happened?" And he's like, "I I have a mouthful of salt." And, and Matthew, Carson's face. <laughs> Matthew and Mary are cracking up. They're cracking up, and everyone notices them cracking up, and like, oh my gosh! And they really like, get. They get they get mad at her later, um, but everyone's apologizing. She's laughing. Everyone's apologizing to Sir Anthony. I mean, it's um, pretty funny. It is like <laughs> what's not funny about eating like a whole bunch of salt? And he also is um, kind of laughing about it. He's like, okay, it's fine. But Mrs. Patmore is is sobbing, sobbing. <laughs> rightfully she so because she fucked up. She fucked up so bad. Like, this is not okay. No, it's not. And she's, um, of, course and of course, she's blaming Daisy. She's like, it's Daisy's fault. Yeah, like, a part of me wants to play this, but I can't. Miss Petmore no, is so annoying in this is... scene. I can't, I can't listen to it. No. I can't listen to her voice. Basically, they just, they get to the bottom of it. Um, she's blind. Like, they, she, they, she, the... she blames Daisy a couple of times, yeah. and then everyone's like, all right, let's leave Miss Petmore alone. And then she talks to Carson, and Carson's like, so what, what the fuck's up, lady? Yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, I'm blind. And he's like, okay, well, we that's gotta, not good. <laughs> you know, we gotta maybe sort this out, because, you know, this is not something that we can just deal with all the time. Like, you have to, we have to fix this. Yeah, like, you either need to see a doctor, or, I mean, uh, or, you know, let her go. Uh, uh, unfortunately. Well, I but, mean, um, it's kind of like, something's gotta happen where either she gets glasses or something, because I know she sticks around, so... Um, She's gonna get glasses. Like, I, I mean, unless it's, like, a kind of blindness that you can't solve with glasses, but, um, 
Kimmy was thinking like cataracts, but I, I'm not sure. Possibly. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Then then we have a scene between Bates and Anna. Anna. And, yeah, yeah. And Anna's telling her, telling him that obviously they put the stuff box in his room. Like, obviously it's somewhere in his room because they want to get back at him. Um, and he's like, oh, good idea, Anna. And then Anna's like, you give it to me and then I'll put it in Miss O'Brien's room. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're playing the hardball now. And she's like, you gotta fight fire with fire. That's what my mama always said. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so they're they're handling that, um, and everyone's finished dinner, and they're all, like, sitting down. Um, and I think, okay, Mary's making fun of Sir Antony. I know, she and was she gets, too making fun she, of her. Like, I, I don't know why you had to make fun of him that much. Like, chill out. Like, that's just immature. Yeah, and then, you know, Edith is like, oh, you're you're so ridiculous and immature. Like, of course, T, like, whatever, I don't know. Like, it's just, they're just being I, I mean should, to each other. I and, should play what they say you to play each it? other. Because it is like, yeah, it's you can pretty hear bad. How, how much they're really getting at each other here. Yeah. Good God! <laughs> As for you giggling like a ridiculous schoolgirl with Cousin Matthew... It was pathetic. Oh, poor Edith. I'm sorry Cousin Matthew's proved a disappointment to you. Who says he has? Matthew. He told me. Oh, sorry. Wasn't I supposed to know? You were very helpful, Edith, looking after Sir Anthony. You saved the day. I enjoyed it. We seem to have a lot to talk about. So Edith gets up and Mary goes and follows her to confront her. No, he's jealous. Jealous? Do you think I couldn't have that old booby if I wanted him? Booby! You can't take every prize. That old booby! If you like. Oh my gosh. Now they challenge each other to see who could... Who can get the guy. Who can get the old booby. Who can get the old booby. Exactly, which is just petty, and it's silly, and Edith was, like, really on her high horse because she was doing a good job uh, with, um, what's his name? Antony. And she was just like, ooh, I'm making Mary jealous, and then Mary's like, well, you know, Matthew's into me, and she's like, no, he is not. You know, it's just, they're just ridiculous. They they really are. Like, just the two of them, it was, it was ridiculous. Um, um and, okay, yeah, Mrs. Pat, and Pat Moore and Carson, Carson are talking more about that. More. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we already know what happened. Um, um, okay, then the men come back from their cigar room to the drawing room. Robert and Matthew kind of talk about, um, Robert kind of brings up Matthew's uh, friendship with Mary. And how it's and been he's going like, oh. well. He's like, oh, it's, things seem to be going well between you two. And Matthew's like, oh, yes, indeed. And, uh, and yeah. Ugh. And they come in. And Mary immediately goes over to Sir Anthony, yep. along with Edith. They're both trying to to woo him, basically, and and Matthew gets sad. <laughs> he gets so sad. He he gets so crushed immediately that he's like, "I'm just gonna leave." And then leaves. Like I'm just like, really, yeah, really, yeah. 
And so Edith tries to take this opportunity to console Matthew, but Matthew is He's not just it. He's heartbroken. Like, I'm gonna go. And he's like, you know, it's it's late, and uh, I I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I have a headache. And Edith's like, I can't have anything that I want. <laughs> so Edith is just even more pissed. Oh, yeah. because of Mary. Uh, but it is nice that Mary notices that Matthew leaves. Um, and so she's like, what the fuck? And so she, like, follows him out. Did you um, see um, in those shots where Mary is talking to Anthony, in the background, it's Thomas's back, back there, and it looks like he's taking a nap. His eyes are so, like, half-closed. I don't know if you can, You got have let me see. Let me you, see. So it's in the it's in the shots where Mary is talking to Anthony. It's like in yeah, the let back. Me, let me see. Yeah, let me see. Oh, hold on. Looking to Oh. Hold on. Matthew's about to leave the room. Do they go back to and Mary really Thomas quick? is like so bored. It looks like he's asleep. Yes. He does. He looks like he looks he looks asleep. Yeah, for it's sure. It's been a long day on set, dude. I, I get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Um, and, um, and then, of course, Mary catches wind that <laughs> Matthew just, like, up and left. Um, I, I'm going to just play this little part here, right, when this happens. Thank you. So she goes to the Mary window. Mary such a child. What do you mean, Daddy? She thinks if you put a toy down, it'll still be sitting there when you want to play with it again. <laughs> it's just you. Talking about? Never mind. She so she like stands at the window and just watches Matthew walk away and goes, "Ugh." <laughs> yeah, just like so dramatic, so dramatic. <laughs> and it, and Edith is just sad now because she's like, "Well." I could never be. I could never be as as, as, as heartless good as, as Mary. Mary. Like, yeah, as heartless as Mary. Yeah, uh, how heartless and, and sexy is Mary? Um, <laughs> yeah, she's like, just pissed. Yeah, and Robert and Robert's definitely a catch and win, which which is nice because it definitely shows that 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 Mary's starting to like Matthew back as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but but she she might have just lost him with that little stunt that she pulled. So, you know, which I don't know. It's a push and why. pull here. It's, that's drama. Like Matthew knows that Mary wasn't interested in Sir Anthony. So, why would he take that seriously? I mean, he just he just was blinded. He was blinded by his own crush. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, he is. He is. He's like, "Now she'll never love me." I and know. he just like runs out of this like, ah! he like runs out of the room. Well, also the fact that she'll do that to you, I mean, that's just not cool. Like, it's not cool that she basically yeah, just true. is friends with you one moment and then ignores you the second. You know, it's it's like, she could have at least winked to him. Like, you know, on her way to to Antony's side, she could have just looked at Matthew and winked at him and then kept talking to Antony, and it would have solved the problem. <laughs> Yeah, or it's like I don't know something. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, like she we... tries to explain to him later, but yeah, we'll get there. So then we have like a really fun scene. Um, I'm just gonna sum it up real quick. Everybody's sitting at the at the table downstairs. Carson comes in because Anna's like, Mister Carson, why don't you check everybody's rooms so that you know no one can move any of the things and you can find the stuff box. And then. Um, Carson's like, good idea. I'll fetch Mrs. Hughes. And then, 
while he's gone fetching Mrs. Hughes, O'Brien and Thomas run back to their rooms to see if they had hidden the stuff mask in there. They're like, oh, I, I, I should probably just tidy up a little bit before they go in there. Because <laughs> they're definitely like, oh, fuck, they definitely hid it in one of our rooms. Um, um, and then, of course, Mrs. Hughes catches um, O'Brien in her room, and the room's a damn mess because she's been searching all over the place to see if they, they hid it into the room. So she she caught, catches her red-handed, basically. Well, she doesn't have the stuff box, but she's like... She, she catches her in the act of, like, maybe possibly hiding it or searching for it or something. Yeah, because they definitely went the higher route and they ended up just putting it in a place that wasn't in the 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 glass box. I think they put it, like, on a different dresser or something because they didn't end up putting it in either of their rooms. Yeah, um, or, or they have it on them or something. I don't, I don't know what they did with it. Um, I think I think they say later that like oh like Robert found it on a yeah, different dresser, on the dresser and he's like, oh they must have just room. misplaced it yeah yes yeah so they just put it back in and his room. they just did that to scare Thomas and O'Brien so they know that they're on to them um, <laughs> that's good and it's good stuff Matthew's back with his mother he's out of breath because he was just walking away in such a tantrum huff <laughs> you know just like so and he goes <laughs> talking so to his mad. mom and he's like. <laughs> You know, the thing is, for a moment, I just thought, you know what? Never mind. And he goes back up into his room. Yeah, she's like, Matthew, do you want to talk about it? And he's like, no, leave me alone. And he's like, oh my. Such children. I know. Well, that's that's it. That's the show. Um, and then we're, and we're the, here. We're at the festival. The, fla- the last day of the flower show, um, more flowers are there. Um, this, Where this they is... will crown the winner. Yes, they're gonna they're gonna crown the elderly winner. Wh- which old person are you voting for? Um, basically, these beautiful roses that Mister Mosley has made could not possibly not win. Um, also, did you notice? Like this show, definitely for season is like the the budget is not very high for this show. So basically, they just keep trying to cut corners, like. We don't get to see people's gardens. We have to sit in a, in a, you know, group, a town hall and look at fake, like, roses for, like, 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do, does the production, like, does it get a bit more, like, expansive, like, over the next couple seasons once the show gets gets more money or something? Or, like... I'm, I'm gonna go with like, that. I think we're gonna, we're gonna notice it because this show is very popular and it got more and more popular as it was going on. Um, and it, it ends in a whole movie. So, you know, they just go for it. That's true. That's true. Um, it, it does seem like, you know, they, they live in this whole town and, you know, things happen and there's obviously other people on this planet, but (laughs) you just really don't see anyone else or anywhere else other than like very, very, very small glimpses of things. So, so yeah, I can agree (laughs) that like, yeah. Um, and I guess everyone's walking back from the, oh wait, did they, did they crown the winner yet? Oh no, no, they're just looking at everyone's flowers. But, but, uh, Violet is looking at Mr. Mosey's flowers like, those are pretty good fucking flowers. Yeah, she's like, I don't even know what fucking daisies or something my gardener brought. Uh, so, it's just... (laughs) It's we, like, I don't we even know what my gardener's one. name is, so don't even ask me that. Exactly. Um, and so everyone's walking back, um, all the all the maids and, and valets and whatever. Um, and we have a little conversation. Mm, mm-hmm. We should... Do you want to play this? Or do you... We should play yeah, this. We should. we should play it. 
I might have started too early, but whatever. Let's okay, go. Okay, it's fine. They know that I know. Oh, let's talk about uh, Thomas and O'Brien first. What do you think will happen to Mrs. Patmore? She'll muddle through with Daisy for help. In the long term, we'll just have to wait for the doctor to give his opinion. I hope there's something they can do. I hope so, too. But if there isn't, I hope they tell her there isn't. Nothing is harder to live with than false hope. I wish you'd just come out with it. With what? Whatever it is you keep in secret. You don't deny it, then? No, I don't deny it. And I don't deny you have a right to ask. But I can't. I'm not a free man. Are you trying to tell me that you're married? I have been married, yes, but that's not all of it. Because... Because I love you, Mr Bates. I know it's not ladylike to say it. But I'm not a lady, and I don't pretend to be. You are a lady to me. And I never knew a final one. So I'm not sure what it is, obviously, that Bates is hiding. Um, well, it's... I, I think what it is is that he loves her. And... He, but, like, he can't he love can't her? He can't love her because there might be something else involved with this. I can't really remember. But it's also because of the fact that he's, like, you know, not fit to be a husband, in a sense. Like, okay. he doesn't think of himself as being fit to, to be somebody's husband. Because he's got, you know, his legs messed up. You know, like. I just think he doesn't really see him, himself like that or, or worthy of that, you know? But I, I, there might be something else as well. I, I don't remember. So. Yeah. It might be something I like mean, having to do with his war time or something. Maybe. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it was such an, such an unsatisfying. So vague. Uh, um. Profe- profesh- uh, like professing her love for him. Like, yeah. it was just like, I love you. And he's like, yeah, that's great. I don't, I, yep. I mean, like... <laughs> it's just like, why the fuck will you say it back? And he's like, oh, well, yeah, you sure do, Meg. Like, he basically, <laughs> like... He, yeah. he basically, like, pulls that. Yeah, like, and she's, like, really badass oh about it. She's God. like, I just, I just, I'm, I love you. I'm not even gonna, like sugarcoat it that's just the way it is and honestly good for anna like, she's she's the coolest i i do like anna and i do like her and bates together like it's it's fine i i, I think this was kind of like i don't know like this definitely felt out of nowhere like her just saying like i love you yep. like uh, it's like oh okay oh cool i mean sure right sure yeah okay yeah I, I, that's cool i mean he's he's nice um, to you sure yeah okay yeah, yeah. I mean, then obviously no one, no one else lives lives on this planet. So I mean, what else are you gonna do? I guess Bates it is. Um, <laughs> but he's nice. He's he's a nice guy. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. He's fine. Yeah, he's Again, fine. they just like like they they talk like about you know just like stuff in conversation and like yeah they they've done nice stuff for each other. But I just like I just don't really know if it's 
if if their love has has truly bloomed just yet. Like it's like sure they're still like close friends, but I don't yeah, know. but like love in period dramas are a lot different than than love in like you know it's what we see from like the past is people had an affection for each other and that's where they they think that's love you know right yeah like that's what yeah. their definition of love is i have a, an affection for you right yeah yeah so which even we just and we not, are just not yeah. the definition I, no no there's a lot more to it but yeah i mean people have gotten People have gotten married in this time for with with, with a lot less, with a lot less. Yeah. I'll say, yeah, with um, like a mild affection. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have a mild affection towards you. Um, exactly. We're back at the festival. Yep. Yep. Um, I think Sybil is asking Gwen how her interview went. Like, did she hear back? Yeah. And oh yeah, this is this is where she says I see. And she says They they got back to me uh-huh. and said I didn't have the right requirements. And then Gwen's like, of course, uh, what am I thinking? I can never do this. And Sybil's like, I'm not gonna give up on you. <laughs> like <it's> just... <laughs> I mean, I just think Gwen <clears throat> needs to buck up a little bit. She's she, I understand that she's gotten a couple of rejections and that really sucks. But she also like seemed to go into that interview with like no ounce of confidence and it's just like Fake it till you make it, girl. Fake it till you make it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and Mary tries to tell Matthew that, you know, her and Edith were having a stupid contest, being stupid because they're both stupid. Um, and Matthew's like, yeah, I don't really want to hear it. Matthew and his Bye. ugly hat are not here for this. <laughs> What's wrong with this? Yeah, it's not cute. I don't like it. <laughs> you, why do you hate on his hat? I just, I just don't like it. I don't, I, there's nothing particular that I don't like about it. I just don't like it. <laughs> it's fine. It's a perfectly fine hat. Which is exactly what Edith says. Like Mary like is like, I wouldn't be caught dead in that outfit that you're wearing. And Edith's like, please, can you just not? Can you not insult me for five minutes? Well, yeah, because Edith has to come up and be like, oh, was, did Matthew just let you know that he ran out because he was tired of your ugly face? And she's like, not more than not, not more than he hated your ugly outfit. Like, it's just the two of them are just yeah, it's, the worst. It's horrible. They're the worst. She's just um, so, she's like, she cannot stand her sister. She hates her so much. <laughs> yeah, and, uh. and Edith... Edith is oh man she is about to do something like the oh the, she knows oh. she's got she can and then drop she a looks bomb. over at O'Brien oh, like O'Brien is staring at her like a creep yeah and she's just like I'm gonna do something and it's gonna be bad it's gonna be <laughs> it's really gonna bad. Be bad uh and then of um, course they're about to do the winner yeah uh, ju- ju- judges are in uh, results are in. Uh, Violet is reading. Is reading who won, <laughs> and it's it's obviously her name there. Yeah, but she does the right thing, and and gives it to Mosley. <laughs> gives it to elderly Mosley. <laughs> gives it to Mister Mister Mosley Senior. <laughs> um, yeah. and he's very happy. You know, he takes off his cute little cute little newsy hat. And uh, he's mm-hmm. real cute. Mm-hmm. He's real cute. Yeah, he's a cute little old guy. You don't. You do love um, cute old guys. I don't love them. They love me. Um, <laughs> you do love old old grandpas. I do. I do. I, I have an appreciation for for the elderly. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, and so Violet's done something really great here, and uh, I, I I wanted someone to like snatch that paper from her and be like be like, so they did vote for you. Yeah, it's it's but cute. no, they they let her have it. They let her have it. Um, um, Edith is like writing a letter at the end of this, so something is 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 she? Oh yeah, she is. She, she wrote a little <gasps> note. She she's sending. No, no, okay, okay. She's she is sending, sending oh. a letter to the Turkish <laughs> ambassador. <gasps> yeah, she is sending it to the to the to Tur- the Turkish well, ambassador P- 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 in P- London. Yes. So like so like Pamuk's father, right, or something? Just no, not or something. I don't know. But to to like the the Turk the Turkish people so that they could know what happened to Mr. Pamuk, basically. Well, okay. I mean, do they really? Okay. This is. I thought she was. I thought she was gonna send a letter to like his parents or something. Um, it's worse. I don't know. It's worse than that. So basically, it's worse. So I don't understand why she does this because if Mary is ruined, all of them are ruined. Like it's not. It's not even like we we know this from Pride and Prejudice, which of course is like a hundred years before this. But it's still like wh- what? Like you you are gonna ruin your sister, ruin her. Yeah, and it's yeah. it is gonna affect everyone it's it's gonna affect you it's gonna affect sybil it's gonna affect your parents like what did you think was gonna happen girl oh it's gonna go down it's gonna go down fuck oh fuck we're gonna get there this is happening okay everybody this is happening it's gonna come everything's gonna come come raining down on this hot mess of a place (laughs) oh god (laughs) Oh man! Oh no! Okay. All right. So what? Uh, so some really fun stuff to look forward to, probably. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and dude, I'm excited! I'm excited to finish up season one and just get to season two. Yeah, I, I mean, if we like if we keep this on so schedule, like it's gonna happen. Um, <laughs> we're getting through this so much quicker than indie. Oh, dude. dude, those those took so long. I mean, speaking of indie, speaking of senior members of this oh, world we who I love lost <laughs> Henry Jones senior the foxy oh, foxy I, Sean Connery. I loved your post on on Twitter dude all uh, <laughs> Alessandra the the OG foxy dad yeah the original oh, it just, it foxy dad chef's kiss chef's kiss <laughs> <laughs> yeah um really oh. sad that he died this week he was 90 um i believe he was suffering from dementia but he oh, was he was oh, he was guy. honestly we need to watch some sean connery movies we need to get uh the the sean connery real house uh in there for us including the the james bonds with him because i i don't think i've actually seen a sean connery james bond so oh yeah, I've I've seen quite a few of them. Uh, my roommate and I in in college, we would we would uh, every once in a while we would have a we'd have a Bond night and we would watch the some of one of the original James Bond movies. Uh, so I have a little bit of experience in those, but I would love to watch them again. Um, and isn't isn't Sean Connery in a? There was a movie that he was in that that I wanted to watch. Was it was it Julius Caesar? Mm. Or was it a? Or mm. was it a? Something Maybe. Else. Yeah, that sounds right. No, no, uh, Lawrence. No, no, he's not in Lawrence not, of Arabia. 
He's not. He's not in that no, one. No, that's okay. Peter O'Toole. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yes, okay, which okay. we're going to watch that, because that is on our ABCs. Yes. I think. Is it? Huh? Is it? Is it? No. No? Okay, <laughs> no, well. I don't think so. <laughs> you'll find out eventually, so. everybody. Ah. Okay, okay, so what what do we rate this episode? Um, um, okay. <laughs> I gotta really think about this. <laughs> oh, okay, I got it. Okay. Um, I rate this one seven salty pies out of ten salty pies. Oh, salty pies. Okay, okay, okay. Um, um, I rate this... Uh, it, it it was a fun episode. A, some parts were very annoying, so I don't think I'd give it a seven. But uh, I'll probably give it like a like a six. I'll give it six. Uh, Mr. Mosley Senior Red Roses out of ten. Mr. Mr. Mosley Senior Red Roses. Oh, that's a good one. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, we hopefully we'll get back to you with the next one soon. Uh, yeah, we're we're trying to work these into our schedule a bit a bit sooner. Like, uh, definitely not once a month like we were doing with the indies. We promise we're we're Dude, working that harder. That was not once a month. <laughs> that, that was once a quarter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> once a quarter. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we we are working harder to, it was to get indie these out quarterly sooner. Um, is what it was. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so we'll, we'll hopefully get get the next one out in the next a week or so. Uh, week or two. Uh, but yeah, if you like this episode, please let us know. You can leave a comment uh, on SoundCloud or Facebook to search All By The Popcorn Podcast and uh, like our page. Uh, if you want to rate and review our show, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. And if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, you can follow our social media. We have Twitter, at By The Popcorn, and Instagram, all, at All By The Popcorn Podcast. Um... If you want to just email us, let us know your thoughts on this episode or Downton Abbey or, you know, anything in general, you can email us. Uh, please email our all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com email. Do not email <laughs> the all by the popcorn at gmail.com. We have never been able to log into that and we probably never will. Um, no. So if you sent an email there, please resend it to the other email because uh, we would love to hear from you. Um and uh, we have merch, and we have a YouTube channel. Just search All By The Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to that. We're not really using it at the moment, but we have some fun plans for it in the future. So you can go ahead and follow that. And uh, we will we will see what happens at Old Downton Abbey next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.